0: That's the one thing all great teams have in common. Great coaching. Try to kind of suck up to me,
1: Avery. Hey! Goldberg! I've been in that talk with the chief, bro. you stop it? No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. It's the Quack!
0: Quack! 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 Quack!
2: Hey, everybody. I forgot about the team, and the team is all I have. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. That's Kevin. Just kidding. They both bailed. So they are not here. Welcome to the Quick podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. Uh, I don't know what their excuses are, to be honest. And I didn't want to take the week off because I was, I was excited to talk about the Mighty Ducks. So we're bringing on... One of my favorite sort of formats that uh, came out of our last Mighty Ducks trivia contest, it is uh, Quack Court. We did this on a live pod, too. Basically, we bring in two contestants. They debate a Mighty Ducks topic. Uh, It used to be Tommy, Kevin, and I determining the winner, but we're going to leave it up to the Quackalites here. So uh, we're going to bring in our contestants. They're going to play for. Uh, probably a t-shirt from our shop uh some sort of item from our shop so um we'll say in the in the blue corner jeremiah is here hey jeremiah hey mike how's it going it's going well it's going well you're from ipsilanti michigan correct still there yep yep how is um how, just how's life what have you been up to since we last saw
1: you life is good just um enjoying uh the trivia championship telling as many folks as i can about that um i think at the beginning of the trivia i was working for an auto supplier i'm actually working for the parent company now so moving up life is life is good nice nice yes trivia champion but the thing uh that caught my eye
2: when when, when jeremiah uh, entered this sort of one-off contest is he's one in one quack
1: debates so we got to break that tie we
2: one way or the yeah, other. I,
1: I take that. I take that personally. I know that was after the championship was decided, but in the words of Julie the cat, "I hate ties. They're like kissing your brother." So we gotta, we gotta work through that.
2: All right. So in the red corner we have noted sandwich enthusiast Jared here. Jared, thanks for being here. How's it going? Have you debated before? Have you been in one of our debates?
0: I have not. Debating oh. is not a natural strong suit for me, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, this isn't going to go well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, any any tips for the sandwich newbies out there? Any tips to make their sandwiches better? I always like to go to you for some good sandwich uh, talk.
0: Uh, well, one big thing I, I like to do is, uh, depending on your bread choice, you got to make sure you have enough moisture in your condiments with your bread. That, that's You got to take care of that.
2: mm. That's a great point. Like you don't want to be too dry, but then you don't want the the bread to be too soggy either. Yeah.
0: Got to get the right amount. I like to start on the bottom layer with mayonnaise on that one, depending on the type of sandwich, maybe do more mayonnaise or some Italian uh, dressing on the top, Mm. top piece of bread.
2: Mm. I like it. I like it. What, what's your, what's your go-to sandwich this year? What's your like top contender for sandwich of the year?
0: So, uh, I, I work over in St. Louis, and there's this little Italian deli right by I me mean, called Joyas. Shout out, shout out to Joyas Deli. Mm. Um, they're known for their hot salami there, and I get their hot salami sandwich probably at least once a month there. Uh, I've probably clogged a few arteries with it, but it's really amazing, and I can't say no.
2: There you go, duck call to them. What was their name again? I totally forgot it. Even though you just Joyas. Made... Joyas. Duck call to Joyas. We'll give them a little duck call because my kid is sleeping. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on here. They are here to debate. So a recap of the rules. So we we have a debate topic here. we they do not know which side they're going to be debating until uh, we reveal it. We're going to randomly generate that here. So a recap of the rules. So one person is going to be for the topic. One person is going to be against the topic. Uh, there'll be a sixty-second opening statement for each uh, person, and then. One person will ask two questions to the other person uh, where that person has to defend their argument. And then it will obviously reverse the the other person who just defended their argument will go ahead and ask questions to the other person. And then we'll have another 60-second closing statement. Um, Any questions, any clarification needed out of either of you? Good. Perfect. All right. So our topic is... The Ducks did the right thing and allowed Gordon to coach them again after he missed the beginning of the Germany game. So D2, Gordon Bombay misses the beginning of the Germany game to go find himself. He comes out, does the duck call, uh, runs down to the bench, gives, I was watching this today, not a very inspiring speech. Like one of his poorest speeches from the trilogy, but uh, they, they pop back on him. But, Again, the Ducks did the right thing in allowing him to coach again. So one of you will be for, one of you will begin, be against. Let's uh, randomly number generate. And this person, Jared, you are for this. You agree. The Ducks did the right thing. Jeremiah, you are against it. Jeremiah, as trivia champion, I'll, I'll give you the option. Do you want to go first or second here? I'll go second. All right. So Jared, are you ready? Um, to give your opening statement here? I believe so. All right. Whenever you're ready, take it away.
0: All right. So the Ducks are in the middle of the third period. They're tied 2-2. They're tired. We know they're tired. Coach McKay had, was trying to get fresh legs out there. By the halfway through this period, their legs are shot. They've used up all their duck tricks. All of a sudden, Coach Bombay comes in. Minnesota Miracle Man. What are they going to do? They have nothing left in them. They got to use Coach Bombay. They got to rely on him. And he, what does he do? He pulls out the magic trick, he gives them the flying beat, gives them the motivation they need. When he walks into the bench, everyone looks pissed except Connie Monroe. She was, for some reason, looks happy to see him, but everyone's pissed. So that may not be his most inspiring speech, but it worked. It works and it works. The other thing is he got them that far at that point. So even though he ditched him at the beginning of that game, they believed him and wanted to show him grace and believed his apology and uh, let him take him to the next level.
2: There you go. Good, uh, good timing too. You had four seconds left. All right, Jeremiah,
1: your opening statement. Well, I'm here to submit the argument that they had no reason to accept Gordon Bombay's apology and welcome him back. Um, moreover, they, the deciding factors in this game were not actually due to Gordon Bombay. Goldberg has an especially standout game only letting in two goals. And it's Jesse who appears to call for the flying V at the end. He seems to be doubting himself and then he finally calls for it. And that is the deciding factor that causes them to win. Going back to um, their reasons to disbelieve his argument. Last time he saw them, he was running them ragged, ruthlessly after a big loss. The team has come through to not only organize a workout, but also learn about pride. They found an interim coach. The Ducks are truly flying together, and I believe they would rather go out by themselves as one unit than try to welcome back someone who, as far as they know, is just Captain Blood.
2: Wow. Wow. Strong starts. both. That was exactly a minute, too. So good good job keeping within the time period. All right. Jeremiah, you went second, so you're going to start this round. Uh, What is your first question here for Jared?
1: My first question um, to Jared here is, why do you think they should um, believe in Bombay? Why do you believe that that speech worked um, and, 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 and merited their decision to bring him back?
0: Well, I have a good response to that. Good response. As we now know, an official quack cannon after learning Maria had a much bigger role in all of this than uh, we originally knew. And I think the players had an idea of what was happening with Maria after the fact of 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 the initial ice cream incident that they knew that she was manipulating him and playing him, especially once you could see Stanson and Maria in the stands at that game. Knowing that she had been around Bombay manipulating his time and making him purposely late to things like that game in particular, which we now know is in the storyline, just not in the documentary.
2: All right, Jared. So there, there's sorry. Were you gonna expand on that, Jared? I'll I'll allow it if you wanted to oh, expand.
0: I was just gonna say, so that that played into the them believing his apology that there was other factors into his late his tardiness than just him.
2: Hmm. All right, Jeremiah, your second question here.
1: I'm going to follow up with that, that, that Fulton uh, clearly expresses his concern that they should hear Bombay out or he's going to dump them the minute this is all over. And um, as you noted, Portman and Julie are very skeptical and they have good reason not to um, trust him as well. How do you explain their concerns and and do you think that they do you think they needed that, that push? Aren't, aren't those concerns valid concerns?
0: They are valid concerns. And I think a lot of players did have those concerns. And you could see it on everyone's face when Bombay showed up. Everyone looked pissed. The players on ice wanted to keep playing. But it's once he got down there and called everyone in, if you notice, the person who led the charge of the players on ice was Conway, the captain, the one who's going to stand by Bombay, no matter what. We, we know that. I acknowledge that. But he also knows Bombay. The deepest, he knows Bombay's real heart. And when he came, the rest of the players followed. We all know Fulton is is a, is a solid A. He's maybe a co-captain, but he also will follow Charlie. So he followed Charlie's suit, and he respected Charlie enough to to give Ben Bombay the benefit of the doubt to go hear him out. And once they heard hear him out, they they believe his apology and think that that he's real, that he found himself, that he's not gonna give himself over to the dark side anymore.
2: There you go. Good job, both sides. Good questions, good answers. Uh, We'll switch it up now. Jared, your first question for Jeremiah.
0: My first question is in regards to your comment about how Bombay was running them ragged after the Iceland game. So you you made note that they were tired, they'd been run ragged, and they had bonded together to fly together on ice. How do you explain them struggling to get ahead of a Germany team uh, that wasn't a favorite? And tie game late in the third
1: period. I would say that, um, as Bob Miller notes, that they Germany's um, really throwing their weight around, and that's something that they've encountered difficulty with with Iceland as well. But unlike with Iceland, they were able to keep the game very close, um, and I think um, they did need that push that you that you had mentioned. But I would argue that that push came from Jesse going back to his roots, bringing in the flying V. And that happened independently of Bombay. Um, So I do believe that they could have pulled it together themselves um, regardless. And my
0: second question is also a follow-up to that question. Uh, What evidence do you have that Jesse's the one who called the play? Because in the history of all of the ducks, when their play happens on the ice, it's orchestrated by Bombay, including the original flying V, Bombay calls for it. So we know it's a written design play. He had everyone at the bench to prepare for, for how they're going to go attack Germany. So what, what evidence is is there that Jesse is the one who called the play instead of Marley?
1: In, in the documentary, we don't know how much time has elapsed between that meeting. Of course, that is the next thing we see. We see Jesse's eyes looking around nervously. We don't know if it's um, looking for confirmation or just trying to think of what to do to bring his team back, which is, of course, how I would choose to interpret it. We don't see Bombay give any sort of direction on this play. And as you said, since they've used this play before, I think that's some heads-up thinking on Jesse's part to, to pull a trick out of the bag and do that again, knowing that the people behind him on the ice know what to do and bring that together and execute it for the win. Nice. Nice.
2: That was, those were some hard questions. I didn't know where you're going to go with it, Jeremiah, but I thought you did very well. Let's move on uh, to the closing statements. We'll go back to Jared, Jared, your closing statement here. You have 60 seconds whenever you're ready.
0: And closing arguments for Bombay uh, getting to coach and the team supporting him. uh, I'm going to go back to something I mentioned earlier and the fact that he had gotten them this far. Uh, often in life, it's it's not fair to only give somebody one mistake to and then not allow them another opportunity. Uh, and I believe they showed goodwill towards him um, for another opportunity, just like Bombay showed them goodwill uh, whenever they had shenanigans like busting through the wall with the Zamboni. Um, he gave them chances. He gave them a chance as well. Uh, he, he got them that far. They respected him. And I think they knew that they needed him. They had time to pull the flying V if they wanted to before the end of the third quarter. And they didn't have the ability to design who's going to pass the puck to who on the way up the ice. It wasn't until after Bombay showed up that they were able to design that.
2: There you go. Jeremiah to finish it off here, finish off the debate, your closing argument.
1: At the end, Bombay goes through this massive journey, having discussions with both McKay and Jan that they are not privy to. Um, I truly believe that their skepticism is founded, and I think we need to give more credit to to Goldberg and Jesse um, for their efforts in making this win happen. Um, who's to say whether Bombay um, was that deciding difference? I, I choose to believe that he wasn't. But the matter of fact is that the people that most directly contributed to this win were not Bombay, and we've seen the team come together. They've learned about pride from the schoolyard puck. And they have very founded skepticism um, for not believing Bombay. Um, He also makes the speech a lot about himself. He's very contrite, but he says, this is all he has. And he needs one more shot. And I think that was still a little self-centered and they should not have accepted him back. They could have won any.
2: Well done. Well done. This was a good, um, good round, a good topic. You know, I I went into it, not, Sometimes you I have a feeling you like no, like one side's gonna be harder than the other. But uh well done. Uh, Jared, I liked uh pulling the the cannon of Maria leaving him out to dry. I did not see that coming. That was well done. Uh Jeremiah, the a whole idea about Jesse and calling the flying bee on his own. Um and I liked your last point about Bombay being self-centered, even when he was giving the speech to the guys. I that was well done. But uh I I do not want to cloud the Quackalites uh too much here uh, we're gonna we'll have a poll in the show notes. You can vote on it, and uh, as I said, we'll give the winner a prize here but um let's do a little post game show Jared, what was like the biggest um you know the the biggest hurdle for you uh in this debate here
0: yeah so uh the the biggest hurdle is the fact that uh as as Jeremiah pointed out. Bombay is kind of a, but, you know, at this point in the movie, you know, he, he's hung him out to dry. You don't show up to a game. Like that's as a head coach, that that's kind of a deal breaker, you know, honestly, you know, (laughs) that, so like, that's a hard thing to overcome. Like a coach, not showing up to game time and like hanging them out to dry, coming right after what he did to them with the whole captain blood stuff. That's pretty hard to overcome, to argue that they should like forgive him. Cause you're also thinking about teenagers, you know, teenagers are can be, can be irrational and emotional, like you know a lot of, you know there there's very easy arguments to make that he had no business coaching. Uh, you there's also arguments to be made that the the legality of the rules of the junior goodwill games shouldn't allow him to have coached in that game as well. Um, so yeah, it was, yeah, going into it, if I, I knew going into it if I was either side, there has challenges, but yeah, that that was the biggest hurdle I saw in being four.
2: Which side did you want? If you if you like could have chosen, would you have chosen the other side where where you would argue against the Ducks accepting Bombay again, or would you keep this side?
0: I really wanted four because I wanted to throw in the the bit we know about Maria being more involved. Nice. I thought that would be a fun thing to throw in. But had I been against, I was going to lean heavily on McKay and trying to give her props and and saying that they should give her, um, let her finish what she started.
2: Yeah. That is a that is a uh, another topic I do have in my back pocket about whether the Mighty Ducks could have won the Junior Goodwill Games if McKay was the coach the whole time. But that's mm-hmm. for another day. Uh, Jeremiah, were you hoping uh, for or against one way or another here?
1: I, I was also kind of hoping for four. I was going to hammer pretty hard on just the fact that they taught McKay how to manage a game was not going to be sufficient to to win said game. But um I feel like I had I had more arguments against, but they were all weaker arguments. So um I was I was I was kinda open to both. Um I didn't consider the legality, um which is I think a good point Jared brought in and I could have hit a little harder on the fact that he didn't show up at all. <laughs> um but um but yeah, yeah, I i I do enjoy the challenge of taking the weaker side, especially after losing the Mendoza argument um, so yeah, I don't know. I was happy with how it turned out nice,
2: nice, yeah, what was the biggest uh curveball for you did did Jared throw anything at you that you were not expecting
1: i i i i'm- gl- I'm glad that he pressured me into giving some more evidence about <laughs> Jesse calling it um i i I kind of took that tactic and trying to just go both questions and chisel away at one point, and he did the same and I think that was a smart that was a smart move um I wasn't expecting to to have to elaborate twice <laughs> on that point, so that was good yeah no i was uh i had not even considered the whole
2: did bombay call the flying v move even after you know he came back so Uh, yeah, that was a good, uh, that was a good point though, about, you know, Jesse looking around and making sure things were good. So yeah, thequacktech.com, uh, or in the show notes, I'll put the link directly in the show notes. So if you're listening in your iPad or your iPhone or your Android, your whatever podcast app you're in, there should be a link there directly to this poll. You guys vote for the winner, determine who will win it here. Um, we'll, we'll just leave it short and sweet this week. So thank you to Jared. Thank you to Jeremiah. This was a, uh, sort of last minute thing. So this happened all, uh, you know, within a day. So we appreciate them, Uh duck call to both of them. I won't do it. Cause again, my daughter is sleeping right now. Um, so, uh, I'll, I might add it in posts if I'm feeling frisky, but, uh, thank you guys. We appreciate you for us. com. go there. Contact us at QuackDuckPod on Twitter. Facebook.com slash QuackTechPod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us your thoughts. Tell us your argument for, uh, you know, whether the Ducks should have accepted Gordon coming back uh, and coaching in that Germany game. And remember, Ducks fly together.
0: is back Jack, oh yeah. As a kid growing up, every time I saw Germany on screen, they always made me think of the Juicy Fruit packaging, their colors, that shade uh, of yellow, <laughs> with the black and red.
2: Yeah. yeah, I could see that for sure.
0: I've never been able to get that out of my head but every time I watch them. <laughs>